like posts on here, which I, this is the first time I've seen this account as well. So I might read a couple out. Um, people who make, people make fun of you for seeing yourself as a character in a Jane Austen novel, but guess what? I have no money and no prospects. I'm already a burden to my parents and I'm frightened. Um, there's the other one, which I like uses a very, which is an interesting format. Therapist. What do we, what do we say when we're afraid of getting out of bed? Me for Frodo and the therapist nodding for Frodo. Um, yeah, there seems to be like a lot of like Lord of the Rings stuff like going around. Yeah. And, and again, um, like, I, like this is not, a, this is not a kind of, this is not a kind of hating for liking Lord of the Rings. Like, like Lord of the Rings, whatever. That's like, that's fine. Like, you're not hurting anyone if you like Lord of the Rings. But this kind of, this like, kind of this like dogged insistence that liking something like Lord of the Rings makes you a, a kind of a better or more empathic person. I, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. It's, it, it doesn't, and it seems, it seems at its heart, like wretchedly cynical as well. Like if this, if this person seemed like they were genuinely just really like Lord of the Rings and wanted to post about Lord of the Rings, like that wouldn't bother me at all. But I think clout farming about Lord of the Rings, like, come on. I guess, I mean, I guess it's the question of like, what, what separates, um, what separates uh, a fandom page, right? Which is what this could be to like what makes it sort of like yeah what makes it cringe and i wonder whether like part of what makes it cringe is that it seems very at least in like the posts that i've sort of read before we came on into the show it seems very obvious what this account is trying to do which is you know it, as you mentioned is trying to clout farm right or is trying to kind of like make kind of uh hyper like not even hyper like kind of broadly relatable content that um attracts like a certain type of like millennial and that can easily translate to like eventually sort of doing a book and you and you mentioned that like the person doing this account they're also like sort of doing a book or something right uh, they, yeah well they've got they're um writing a book with unbound and part of the like part of the model of unbound is that you have to persuade people to um uh, you have to persuade people to pledge to support your book, so it's a so it's sort of crowdfunded publishing. It's um, I have some thoughts on Unbound's model, which I'm not going to say on mic. I will tell I will tell you two um, what my thoughts are on their publishing model off mic. And like, and again, this is not hate at all. Like, it is it is difficult to get published. Um, and now that there is so there is so much uh, there's so much capacity for sort of content creation at kind of every at every stage of any kind of creative person's journey and there are so many platforms waiting for material to kind of appear and there are so many and there is so, and there is such cowardice in um quite a lot of creative industries so quite a lot of people now are now are under the impression that they aren't allowed to let anything that they do any of their work just speak for itself and stand for itself uh so they have to go to a publisher or um or or what or, or whatever with an existing fan base who they can point to who who will buy their book who will buy something that they that they produce and they create if it comes if hmm. if uh if the publisher goes with them and i and and I fully, I fully sympathize with that. I think it's, I think it's awful. I think it's awful that now young actors who are already in an absolutely horrible state of affairs where uh, basically, unless you come from a rich family, you are not going to be an actor. 
but they also have to uh, have to kind of operate as influencers, uh, like like as well. Like when young actors are trying to sign on with talent agencies, they quite often have to demonstrate how many followers they have on Instagram, and uh, they're like they're they're having to do like. And this is the thing. Like I I think it is worth framing it as a labor issue that you are required to do a lot of unpaid labor, unpaid creative labor, which is nothing to do with the work that you're setting out to do in order to be able to do the work that you're setting out to do. So I'm not saying I don't sympathize, don't sympathize with him attempting to clout farm in order to get people to crowdfund his book, but the book is a stolen idea from the toast. From like from like ten years also, ago. Yeah, it it also kind of just feels like low energy. Like I don't know, you know, put mm. some effort into it. Buy like yeah. a bunch of sugary snacks and like bake a treat <laughs> while singing uh singing Jason Derulo in the Jason Derulo <laughs> voice. Like you know, put some effort into it. Um, I think that's why I don't think that the Derulo thing was was specifically as cringe as it could be because it sounds like he was just <laughs> doing it because he wanted to. And I think that if there's like genuine like genuine pleasure at the cringe thing that you're doing i think that's like the i think that's like the liberatory category of cringe and i think that's like the fun cringe that doesn't hurt anyone but i think being cringe in order to get people to buy something or being cringe as a kind of marketing exercise is like a different category i think that's the problem i think we're trying to collapse one massive massive concept into uh, and try to describe it as yeah. a massive concept as opposed to there being like lots of like subcategories of cringe which have different kind of levels of badness yeah i mean yeah, we'll get into- yeah no that's yeah, good we'll- isn't it levels right. of badness that's, that's right badness. that's what i'm going with that's um, what i said <laughs> we'll get into that in like because i think uh shante's essay like touches on that quite a lot but yeah. while we're while we're here like shante like what are your kind of thoughts on, so I guess if we're sort of comparing these two types of like posts that could be classified as cringe, the Jason Derulo thing, and also just this like owl account that is like, seems to sort of be doing low energy content mining. Um, do you think like they both can, do, yeah, do you, do you think there sort of does need to be like a kind of separation or like some sort of categorization of how we label kind of cringe moments? Yeah, I think it's really interesting because with this with this account, I don't, I don't know the history of it. So I don't know like how long ago it popped up or, you know, if they had like a viral moment and that's how they kind of got mm. all of their followers. But it kind of just feels like this sort of like really weird, like harmless gin o'clock vibey sort of like content. <laughs> like that's that's the vibe I get from it. So it's like clearly this person is super interested in in like Lord of the Rings or whatever. And they're just like trying to at every single moment shoehorn it into like today's culture. Um, and I don't know if I find that cringy I think with Jason Derulo like you kind of mentioned before like it's this sort of like clinging on to your previous relevance or trying so hard to mm-hmm. you know people who knew you from like back in the day what you say and all them kind of songs they're a lot older now they're probably not the demographic that's heavy on TikTok although I'm definitely heavy on TikTok but I feel like this is you trying to reimagine and reinvent yourself mm-hmm. for a new generation and sometimes I feel like you you not that you have to no, he's not aging, but it's like your your time and your kind of contribution to to music as a star just feels like a long time ago. And at, whereas some people have like the longevity and the staying power naturally through their craft. So, you know, Nicki Minaj, like, you know, she's like, you know, she was popping when I was in school and now 
my little sisters still love her and it's not because she's doing weird stuff it's just because she's like super talented whereas like Jason Derulo like I haven't heard a good song out of him for ages (laughs) but I know that he bakes cakes on the internet and that's why it feels cringy because it's like this is your last sort of clutching on to be relevant and you're kind of doing this because you know it's what this younger generation will appeal to so for me that's why it feels a bit more like cringy a bit more contrived whereas this other account like I read the tweets and I'm like but it's like (laughs) it just doesn't feel like it it doesn't give me um so much secondhand embarrassment like Jason Derulo does like knowing that you know Maybe there's a case for like there's a strategy involved in like the owl account in the sense of like okay it's like definitely using low energy stuff but it's doing mm. it like you can kind of, it's 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 somewhat transparent in terms of like what it's trying to do and like I'm I'm trying there's other accounts that like follow this type of framework and I can't remember what they are but like they post stuff that is like incredibly low energy and like but also kind of like highly and hugely relatable to like broadly like white like middle class people like the tend to be like mm. the FBP types um and like off the back of that they've been able to sort of get like media appearances and i think like some of them got book deals out of it and stuff and it's like this very sort of transparent way of um kind of like maybe accidentally stumbling on virality but then kind of seizing it like for and milking it for all it's worth i think with like the jason derulo thing like you're right like it kind of feels like it is a bit of a last ditch attempt to sort of like maintain attention or relevance and maybe that might turn into something else and like mm. you know it can be kind of used as like a backdrop for some type of comeback or like some type mm. of like rebranding but it's not this kind of like conscious um strategy to like on un- I-, I guess it's like understand like it- it's, a- it's a different calculation of like how you understand them and produce content mm. um yeah and within that, you have like different areas of cringe. There's like one more kind of cringe example I had before I we, before we go into the essay, uh, which is something that Phoebe mentioned just before we got on, which was the um, and Ashanti, I don't know if you've read this, uh, but it kind of went viral last week. The uh, Sydney Morning Herald essay, which was entitled "Less Than a Month After I Met My Soulmate, I Ended My 14 Year Marriage." 